I'm just from reading a comment on Twitter. Amani X. <laughs> Someone left a comment under Citizen TV's post of the show today. Someone said, Roberta is so sweet and she's so kind and she can make such a lovely wife. <laughs> and I was just thinking about how being a wife used to be such a negative connotation to me. That's because of how I grew up and the kind of environment I grew up. I just used to attach a really negative uh sorry if you hear my cat whining in the background he's trying to go outside but I, i'm not confident enough to let him go outside on his own yet <laughs> i am trying to make him an indoor cat but clearly he loves the outside and we just came from outside so i need to re i needed to get some work done so i can't it's like it's really like having a child it's such a full-time job but anyway back to my story that wife title used to be such a negative connotation to me and today when i read it it actually made me blush i was asked what my resolution was and i said to get married and <laughs> for anyone uh gets shocked or anything i'll explain myself when i saw this comment i just started i mean after kublash because i started remembering uh, when I started out at Citizen uh, for the Daybreak Show, three, three, four, I think three years or four, I don't know, I can't even remember. <laughs> but I remember sitting on a panel of five guys, and one is CJ Atemo, who's like the smartest, wisest man I know, and then Shazmin Bank, who's also the smartest, <laughs> the smartest person I know, and then, and then there's Shata, like the realest person i know and then there's willis raburu who's the biggest personality i'm not gonna lie i was feeling not really unworthy i was just feeling what how am i seated on this panel this is so crazy because it was never anything i would ever imagine it was such a big deal for me okay now now that i'm looking back i'm thinking about how it that was such a big ass deal it's like i had reached the height the peak of everything that i have ever done for myself like this was one of the biggest highs anyway i was really i was thinking about specifically the moment when i was on this panel and i was looking at everyone and everyone is like an expert at what they do <laughs> and me i mean i mean yeah people consider me an expert but siji kamani uh in itwaje the syndrome where you feel you're not sure about your capabilities you're not sure what used to happen before the show i used to google stuff once the school quarter and i prepare before the show i used to get to the show to the set and then i google stuff there and then so that i can kind of memorize kind of cram what i'm going to answer the questions but then as time went by i used to watch how everyone else on the panel just knew their shit they were not reading anywhere they were not nervous they were not cramming stuff they were just <laughs> They knew what to say. Like, they knew what to say. Nika jembe kwa kili. Ama wanasomanga jana usiku. Labda au prepare jana usiku. No, by the time wanafika, everyone already knows how to answer these questions. The more I hung out with Shazmin and CJ, I realized that it has to become your truth. 
the things you speak about the things the things i was telling people the things i was advising people all these opinions i had i had to come from a space where mimi mwenyewe i was practicing so that i wasn't i didn't need to memorize i needed to just apply myself so that i can have real life experiences of such situations so nika decide could you apply nika decide my first step stakwa na na google asubuhi nikiwa on set nitakwa na prepare the night before i sleep say we're going to talk about like the whole of last week we've been having conversations around femicide oh and i hope you guys are going to pull up to the total shutdown walk which is on the 27th of across kenya to say stop femicide i'll be there and i would urge for you guys to show up and support the women to support us i decided i was going to prepare myself very intentionally before i sleep nikipanga ngo zangu za kesho za kwenda job na research on that topic so that i can know exactly what to say when you watch on tv you wouldn't know because i'm really good at memorizing stuff so you'd think oh my god this girl she's so smart she knows everything she's saying but for a while i had a i was nilikuwa tunajuliza is like yoswalia who's this girl why is it like i'm it's two different people like i know myself robata I'm am I that smart like do I really know those things by heart or <laughs> am I saying them because I'm just regurgitating them and I read them somewhere or I or I watched a video somewhere or I talked to Shazmin and now I have so much knowledge so I had to really ask myself this question and Ilini Sumbua for such a long 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 time Today I want us to speak about intentionality and just taking charge of your life The topic of this podcast is going to be preparing for love or something like that. I hope I remember that. <laughs> Cuz I want to talk about how I've been preparing my mind, my body, myself, my my heart for love and I'll explain what I mean by that. But before that, I want to give you guys a bit of dark about my life to at least catch you up. <laughs> I haven't been doing that on the last few episodes, but for this story to make sense, I think I need to tell you guys where my mind has been at and what I've been up to. First of all, Nadra watu wa wamekuja from the blog wanakuanga a bit disappointed in me because I'm not very consistent with my writing but giving excuses but I want to explain because it's very relevant to what I'm going to be talking about today. So the reason I was very unable to be to to show up as my authentic self as a writer is because for some people know but some people didn't know so i had i had a day job i had a oh i'm currently unemployed <laughs> so i had a an 8 to 5 job that i went to every day and these guys they let me go last year in 2023 at around october and i want to talk about that so this was my first i'd say office job Okay, I've worked in offices before, but like a job where I'm being paid to sit in the office between 8 and 5. It's very very difficult, especially because I'm not very used to first of all taking orders from anyone, like having rules around what I'm supposed to do especially as an adult. And I think this goes back to my childhood trauma because I was a very structured and protected kid like i always had my life planned out for me what i was supposed to do when i was supposed to do it who i was supposed to do it with so i i guess when i grew up i kind of grew into 
craving a sense of freedom so i've always wanted to just do my own thing not take orders from someone and i noticed this because i know this about i'm aware about this because anytime someone tells me to do something i kind of feel bile rising up my throat <laughs> because i just don't like being told what to do i don't like being Monday, I was a scout. I was a good student. I was a good kid all my life. I've followed rules everywhere all my life. I'm in a phase of my life where I'm not really trying to be rebellious, but I'd like to be able to be in charge of the decisions I make for myself or what I would like to do. And I took this job because I needed it desperately. Uh, it was at, It came at a time when I had no money. It was just after COVID. I, not that I had no money, but like I had just moved out. So I needed a way to be able to pay my rent. And let's be brutally, brutally honest about corporate and my experience. When I joined this place, my first objective was, I mean, yes, money was something I needed, but I was used to making money for myself. But the fear came in when I had now recurring bills. I had, I used to have bills, but like not rent like i had other small small bills but now i had rent which was recurring and i needed something stable to be able to say yo rent is taken care of then the rest of my money i can use it for other things like come on shopping come on vacation come on tengenezwa makucha to kujibaya to maua nilikuwa nimejipanga in that way when you move out you need to start furnishing your house buying stuff taking care of things so it was extra income. Why not? But I had never really been in a situation where I had big bills that were very recurring every month. I had never ever worked in such an office setting before. I mean, somewhere where you're told how to dress, what to wear, what to do, all these things it was kind of new to me. Other places I've worked, I go in my capacity as Roberta Bobby the love and orgasms writer not as a hi i'm an employee i'm just looking for a job <laughs> so i think this was one of the biggest big difference i'll say that being that's one of the privileges i get from being roberta bobby when i go places and people already know me so they kind of treat me nicer and that's something i always 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 noticed because when i come on board i'm coming on board as how can we do this together rather than can you please give me a job? <laughs> and that's something I've learned about trying to make money. You have to be very confident in yourself. But anyway, I myself some slack because I was younger. I didn't know better. This was my first time experiencing all this. When I went for the interview, I did the interview. It was pretty brief. They didn't ask me much questions. They just asked me, like, why did I want this job? What was it for? And actually, I hadn't even prepared for the interview. I think was sure that I wanted the job. So what I had said is, I'm just going to display my personality. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try and fake, pretend, talk about boring stuff like, oh, I went to school here. Uh, uh. Nah, I just said, I'm going to answer the questions they ask me. <laughs> However, they ask me. If they like my personality, cool. If they don't like my personality, wazi. Even though nilikuwa nimejipanga. But kwenda your job, they asked me, how soon can you start? Well, I had seen a TikTok video that said this question is normally a red flag. Like if they're trying to hire you right off the bat. But I didn't think anything of it. I was just there doing my thing. Ata nilikuwa nataka kumaliza, nirudi home, niseti, nichi.
When I got into the workspace, it was a bit slow. It wasn't that busy, which is something I was enjoying. But the commute was really, really crazy. By this time, I was still living at my mom's house. I was now preparing to move out. But the commute was so crazy. I was spending two, two to three hours in the morning on the road. Two to three hours journey when I get home, I was tired. I nearly kwananza kukonda, nimechoka, nanuka sweat, natumia matatu, nanuka nanuka jasho. Oh my goodness. It was so hectic. <laughs> that experience made me hate using matatus. And I was such a matwana culture person. Like many demo is lando, nimetoka koma, iyo culture ilikuwa crazy uko. But at this point, I was just, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. Naomba mungu, anibariki, nipate gari yangu. <laughs> so that's why actually moving across town to near my workplace was something that I was, I had to do. I just had no option. But easy processes zote zilini teach. Zilini pair character development, but it taught me a lot about learning to take care of myself, being responsible for myself. Even just basic things like feeding myself every day, you know, thinking about what to eat, it's, it's such a chore. So I stayed at this company for about two, almost three years. There was not much progress. I mean, in the beginning, it was easy because it's like, ah, it's extra money, so what? But then as I continued growing and my needs became more, my standards, so first of all, my salary was 25,000 shillings. Yeah, before you gasp. <laughs> Bro, I had tried, you know, when I called, you know, the reason they let me go, one of the, I don't know, I, I might be speculating, I might be guessing, but when I I tried to, re, like, negotiate my contract upwards, because, you know, you need motivation. The work was so taxing mentally. It was so crazy. The commute was so crazy. I felt like these guys didn't care that, Someone might say, Ati, oh, I don't care that you have to commute. See, you need to when do you apply job? So, hama karibu. Kampuni yangu ilikuwa in the leafy suburbs. On that salary, where was I going to afford a place to live near? Tell me. No, I don't think there's a house in that area that was even 25k. Watch out at 20k. In that area, none. It was a bit crazy, like, to find something uh, within that budget that I liked, that was enough for me, that would be enough for, I don't know, just for myself and my growth. Kila siku nilikuwa naamka na shanga. Unajawa seo sema jenzi, watu majenzi wana kwanga ungrateful, but mi nilikuwa naamka na juliza. Ili yata si mambo ya kwa jenzi, ni two standards. Because place nilikuwa na work a few years before that, they used to pick me up at my house. And then they used to drop me off at the office. And it was all on office time. And in the evening, I used to get dropped off back home. I used to get paid every time I came in to work. So if I go into the office three times this week, I get paid three times. If I go seven days, I get paid seven days. If I go... Like, it was so good and so easy. So me nilikwana shanga. That time it was $100 every time you come into the office. You could easily make... $700 every week. And that time I was like 20, 22 years old. I must be 20, 20 years old. Genuinely, I was really, really confused. First of all, my salary is 25K. <laughs> and then I'm commuting 
four hours every day i'm consistently tired i was always annoyed grumpy and at the same time i'm supposed to be productive and at the same time i'm supposed to write on love and orgasms my creativity was suffering i was really struggling to be able to write or to be able to even be creative or to even be in a space where i can share what exactly is going on in my mind and i'm not blaming the job i'm just explaining what i was going through during these years that i've been unable to be consistent with my writing write stuff but then i would be like nah i'm not sure that's what i want to put out because all these people are watching my stuff all these people are gonna see what i'm saying i get a bit self-conscious because my blog is my journal it's like my diary so i start think i was overthinking i wasn't i just was not able to be as creative as i should have been but thank goodness for this podcast because i was able it easier to just speak like right now i'm just in my living room speaking <laughs> that's why i was unable to be consistent in my writing but when i would set out my intentions i would say that it's my dodi come come let me just feed him so i just felt like i was in a funk for a couple of years and i was desperately trying but i had so much mental fatigue during this time kumbuka i just moved out i'm trying to get my money up i'm trying to at least have a tv have a bed <laughs> my mattress was on the floor for a while there was just so much going on in my life that i needed to focus on and even the circumstances with which i left home they weren't as good as i wish like it wasn't something i had planned for i mean yeah of course i was planning for yeah i intend to move out in like eventually but how i moved was very abrupt and i was really going through so many things so it took me a while to be able to adjust and just feel even safe in a whole different area that i was not used to i grew up very very sheltered and very very cared for so this was my first time ever having to pay for my own stuff like having to completely be responsible for myself <laughs> so it was really really crazy and scary and at the same time so i think that's why i started slacking on some areas but i had to show myself a lot of grace and patience and just remind myself that my productivity is not like directly proportional to how i i feel about myself or how i show up in the world it's just something i do like me writing on the blog it's just something i do i mean definitely it's one of my streams of income but it's not a do or die matter it's something i can always go back to something i can always start over again something i i there's so many things i can do with it so i try to be very very patient and kind with myself and i like that i was going through all these things at this time because i feel like i had the awareness and the healing levels and the growth to be able to understand that it's important i'm very patient with myself i mean vitu ata simple kama kukuwa na curtains ku buy curtains ama ku ku feel too at home in your own home it took me i can say about 2 years it's just recently that now my house is coming complete and i can say i have stuff <laughs> but it's such a rewarding feeling it's such a beautiful feeling to be able to see where i started from and where i've ended up and even to see myself able to go back to myself after everything that i've been through 
that was crazy job how they let me go is i had asked i had been asking for a meeting i mean my contract had lapsed for almost eight months almost a year actually and i had been asking for a meeting for contract renewal so shady in that like when it was time to take care of the employees there was zero 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 efforts towards that but they had the company had so many demands of us so i feel like we were working so 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 hard but mimi atawacha nisijiongelele mimi maybe nilikuwa lazy cuz nilikuwa naingia late nilikuwa nachelewa nilikuwa sifanye si perform at my optimum best but you see it's difficult when you're not being paid enough but you're expected to spread yourself out in so many ways and that time i'm not just doing that from 8 to 5 i have so many other things i have other things that i need to think about that i need to make sure are running so that i can pay for my own stuff <laughs> so i think i was just spreading myself too thin but i wasn't really noticing it and i kept thinking i need this job i need this job i need this 25k once after deductions it was coming up to like 21k na saizo my rent is that 25 so ata unashanga i pesa nifanyie nini ni kule ama ninunue stima ama amani but it was helping and i was grateful cuz even throughout this whole journey i picked up so many lessons i made friendships i bonded with people i got experience i genuinely enjoyed myself i guess except when it came to the money and the working hours and all and following rules <laughs> that's something i was struggling with they gave me a meeting and at this time i had a friend who was going through something similar at their place of work so nilikuwa nisha nisha get more kenya nilikuwa najua what to say how to communicate when i get into that meeting vile ntajitetea blah 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 but as soon as i walked in the meeting they just said i'm sorry robata we have to let you go we're not renewing your contract <laughs> i had really prepared for this meeting like i knew I I was ready to take on new roles just to bump my money up. You know, I needed at least I don't know, I felt like I've spent time there and I have really good qualities and I don't know, I'm just really really confident about myself. So I was feeling like the much I've worked on myself, I deserve maybe a better role, something that make helps me apply myself more so that I can get paid better. I don't know, I was just weighing my options, but these guys just told me, "Hey, The company doesn't have money you got to bounce. And that shit broke my heart. Not because I think majorly in the way they handled it. They it showed me that these people don't really care about you. They don't really care about your feelings or what you're going through. They let you go anytime if you didn't have backup and if you weren't saving, which makes me wonder what was I supposed to save? Already my man, my rent was more than the salary. <laughs> And it's not that I'm not good with my finances. It's just where was I going to live? Where was I going to live that was going to be affordable enough to make me cut my commute short and help me save on the commute money as well. There was just so much math that went into a lot of things. And the rest I going in Ghana but ah I, I was so shocked I was so heartbroken but I took it because my health was really really suffering I had become a grumpy frustrated person anytime 
I would hang out with my friends. I was always complaining about I hate this job. I hate this place. I'm always miserable. I'm always tired. I'm always sick. I was losing so much weight. I was always sad. I was not able to eat well, which meant that things like my skin was suffering, my hair was suffering, my relationships were suffering. I was consistently broke and sad. I was always tired. I couldn't even do stuff like i could never go anywhere and do anything and this was really really affecting me in a lot of ways one of my resolutions was to leave this job it's just that i had never left a job and i didn't know how this goes nobody had ever told me that it would be scarring emotionally to reach out to more of my friends you know the good thing is i always situate myself amongst people who are better than me or people who have more experience than me because then if my friends have been through it they can always advise me and they can always teach me talk to a couple of my people and i talked to them and everyone was so amazing with their advice everyone was showed me that i really had community everyone was so supportive my mom was like it's okay don't worry ataki like you'll just pack your stuff and come back home please don't worry about rent or anything don't worry we're going to figure it out but very very supported even though i felt like it felt like a breakup it felt like i had been doing this for a while now i had a routine i was used to it it wasn't much at i'm sad i'm leaving this job it was just i'm sad that i have to remove myself from this because this was working i mean it wasn't completely working but like i wasn't ready to pivot so i was completely scared but then everyone they let me go everyone was like congratulations congratulations <laughs> nobody was pitying me or like oh i'm sorry in fact everyone around me was so relieved they were like finally finally you left that place finally and i stopped being as depressed but then sometimes was when i left that place it took me such a long i left there in october it's just now in january that my body is starting to come back i was very very completely exhausted Exo- yani i used to sleep every day the whole of october november december i was just asleep sleeping i wake up eat sleep and i wasn't depressed or going through things i was just unable it was like some sort of withdrawal when i was losing my job because i had to serve out my contract up to the end and we had this meeting about 2 months prior to me malizing my contract when this was happening i mean of course i was devastated because change is scary and i was worried about what am i going to do how am i going to handle this shit and it doesn't matter whether you have savings or whether you're I mean unless you have savings in the millions of course then easy but like <laughs> I mean that uncertainty still brings some sort of fear because you you really attach yourself to your job and this is something you've been doing every day for 2 3 4 5 years it's a big part of your life it's something you identify a lot as or with you spend so much time with your colleagues so change is scary regardless of whether and i had never been through this experience remember nobody had ever told me this is how you're going to feel walking in the office every day just knowing your time is almost up and also there was a bit of tension with the way benetu yani the whole situation was handled i felt like these are my feelings i just felt like i wasn't really wanted so i was wondering 
I'm doing charity work, but you guys still don't want me here. <laughs> but that was ju- that was just the feelings I had then. I felt like I was being backstabbed. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't want to get into that sana on this episode. But nobody had really, really prepared me for any of those feelings. It didn't matter how someone would tell me their story or I had watched YouTube videos like how to deal with losing a job nothing had prepared me for that shit so it's a feel it doesn't matter whether the pay is bad or like it's a whole thing that no one had really ever talked to me about i had never experienced it i didn't think i would go through grief for a bit it was definitely a learning experience but then this whole time i had been manifesting that i would like a more free life where i'm exempt from following such rules about all these things somewhere where i can be con- in in charge of my own time in control of everything i want to do and i don't want to do of course you know when you're manifesting you don't get to choose how it comes to you and you don't even know the kind of work that goes into having this kind of life and in my head i always saw this lady who does pilates and yoga and in the morning she's out running with her fiance and then she comes home and she makes a nice breakfast or the ha- the help already made the nice breakfast <laughs> and then now she has time to just fuck <laughs> and then her while her man goes to work she can stay home and get her nails done and her hair and do some shopping and like that's the kind of life i like because that's exactly how i mean that's not how i grew up but that's what i see in my head like that's what i want i just want to be in charge i want to be able to make money in my time without even thinking about money i don't want money to be what leads me to do everything that i do or yani hiyo two story ado ilikuwa inanibo inafanya inafanya ujifunge cuz wezi make decisions mingi sana ukifikiria oh i'm going to lose some money oh i'm not going to make money from that so i just wanted to get away from that feeling of Imagine I had a job and that time I'm being seen on TV and I can't even fucking afford some things. You know this is something people don't talk about but it's the reality. People just see you dressing nicely. I dress nicely cuz my mom buys me my clothes. <laughs> and because when I had a lot of money I invested in a lot of things like I invest in my looks, I invest in my shoes, I invest in my scents, I invest in my nini 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 and I'm not saying at this is how everybody is but it's just you know when you're going through things and nobody has ever ta- taught you how to yani kuna two life lessons mingi hujaifundishwa na kuna mtu ashaikwambia cheki ukilose job utafeel hivi ukitaka ku save pesa unafanya hivi ukitaka ku make dough lazima ufanye hivi nobody ever gave me such talks or taught me about such things i've honestly kind of been winging everything up to this point i mean yeah as i grow and as i keep going there's a lot of intentionality in the things that i do but this is just pre all these lessons that i've been learning even in the last 6 months 1 year 2 years this whole time i had been manifesting that kind of life where i'm more free to make my own time to do my own stuff and then i lost my job <laughs> i didn't think that was what was going to happen but I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it because the next day, the next Monday, my last day was like on a Friday. The next Monday that I didn't have to show up at work. Ah. Oh, 
it was amazing i slept and slept and slept and slept and slept i mean i was scared that the fear of not receiving any money end month was gonna start creeping in but the first month i was okay the second month i was okay the third month i was okay by the time we're rolling on to the fourth month i was like i kumbe this is something i can completely do i can just reinvent myself and be a whole completely different person and just move forward instead of dwelling in the past and remember this whole time i'm dealing with the emotional and mental fatigue of just being really really drained from this job that was not paying me enough i was consistently tired so around the time i lost my job uh my mom got really really ill and she had to travel away for medical attention so i was really going through it i was worried as fuck about my rent and at the same time i was worried as fuck about my mom my life was coming down in shambles i just felt like eh right now talking about it i might not express it in the way that i was so defeated but at the same time i still had to show up on tv and smile i still had to um find a way that i was going to make money i still had to apply myself i still had to stick to my word and become the woman i wanted to become <laughs> now looking back it's so worth it that i stuck to my guns but that time i was really really struggling and i couldn't really talk to anyone i couldn't tell anyone about anything because my mom is a very private person so even sharing what exactly she was going through was impossible meaning i couldn't even share what myself i was going through i mean during this time i had a lot of good things going on like being featured on the um becoming a ceo podcast um i got to shoot something really really big that in production so a lot of good things were happening but at the same time i felt like i was receiving the hardest blows of my life like my biggest fear was actually happening to me and that's in like regards to my mom i actually really felt that my heart was breaking and i was dying on the inside but at the same time i still nobody cares when you're an adult nobody cares <laughs> you still have to show up your life life still has to continue everything else just has to keep going you still have to be a a, a friend a, a lover um i mean you have to show up in your capacities in the ways that you should and it's not a must but you see it's a choice so are you going to sit home and cry or are you going to go out there and get shit done it's just a choice that i had to make So during this whole time I was taking mental notes and I was doing a lot of preparation and planning hence the topic for this uh the heading for this podcast preparing myself for love. So an intention I made was that I intentionally want to be very emotionally available. I want to be available for love. I want to be available for relationships, friendships. I want to be available for myself. I want to be available for my mom, for my family because this shit hit home. It made me remember that life is short and I have to do what I want now. Hakuna ati happiness itanipata kwa destination flani ama ati nafatu ku stick around niteseke. Alafu one day nitaomoka. It was a real call to action about me being very very present about myself, my life the people i love the things i love the things i wanted to do and so i was doing a lot of preparation for all this and 
some of the things now that's what i want to talk about this is what i want to share so you know if you if you've been around for a while you know i'm very big on loving myself and growing and that's the reason for this podcast and so intentionally about that is i started realizing that i need to invest in myself like i need to really really take care of myself my hair my skin my teeth my nails my body and i had to let go of some of the habits that were not allowing me to show up 100% for myself my hair was starting to thin out my my yani okay a corporate job other ways you take care of yourself Atta, and I'm not saying all jobs, I'm just saying the kind of job I had, like where you're not being paid enough, but like you're always fucking tired. I had really let myself go and people would tell me that I just, it was showing, it was showing that I wasn't being there for myself because right now I'm starting to get healthier, I'm starting to eat better, I'm starting to be more present. I'm also starting to see myself looking good i'm starting to see my nails grow better my hair grow stronger my skin look more fairer and prettier my teeth looking better yani everything in my life is just improving i realize it's because i wasn't taking the precaution that i needed i wasn't taking enough time for myself so all these things about me being very intentional with myself and my life i just had to do it i had to break habits like Sometimes I will smoke in a cigarette. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't hear this. Oh my god. I have to be honest but I'm just going to say it. And I noticed I was doing it because of anxiety and because I was always stressed. Okay, that's the reason I'm going to give. Now it sounds like an excuse but it made sense and I had to cut that habit out because I noticed my teeth were starting to brown. and now starting to take care of teeth again that's another expense so i just decided you know what i want to be better i don't want yellow teeth done that wasn't easy ah yeah i decided that i was going to be more intentional with getting my hair and nails done and just taking care of my skin and i don't mean ati lazima niende kwa salon ku make sure to mean msafi na ka vizuri makucha zinaka vizuri kila kitu iko sawa na katu msafi nanukia vizuri sinuki jasho sijachoka sina eye bags jiskulala sijakonda jiskukula yani all these things i had to be very very intentional about them and I realized that being let go at that office place actually gave me this more time that I always wanted, more time to be able to focus on myself, focus on the things that I love more and also to just improve all my connections and become available. I mean, even in the guys I was dating, like these guys who tried to catia me for years and years and years and they just gave up because I was just never available. And you see the thing is they were not taking me out of my masculine energy. Already here I was so fucking tired. I'm from working 12 hours, bro. You want me to text you? How am I gonna get time to text you? <laughs> How am I I think this really helped me escape like bad experiences with dating because I would never give anyone a chance that was not making my life easier. And it's not that I needed a savior or I needed someone to come and save me and Sidri pay for my things and take care of me. Nah. I had shit taken care of. It's just that how can I make myself available to a man who's not going to take me out of my masculine energy? That was not going to happen. If I have to be around you and still think about my rent is not paid, my bills are not paid, my I don't want to do it. 
I don't want to do it. And remember, I said, it's not about the money. It's not that I'm expecting a man to pay things for me. It's just, I'm sorry. I If I have to be thinking about other things, I'm not going to be able to be present sexually, romantically, or to love you. I'm sorry. It just doesn't happen like that. It's not going to happen for me. I'm a very, 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 very tradi tradi modern i'm gonna say traditional and modern woman there's just things that have to be done i don't know but that one i already explained in another podcast called masculine and feminine energy so you guys should check that out something that a big big change that i made in my life this year i mean everything else has been things i've been doing just in micro doses it's just that now i have the time and i have more free will and i just feel more confident and i can make more money easier like say if i need to take care of my skin i know i have the time i have the time to research i have the time to 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 go and buy what i need i have the time to make the money to buy the things that i need so it's just a bit easier when i was in employment this looked like a joke it looked like this dream I had in my head of this girl who does Pilates and yoga and just goes shopping, it looked like a dream. But now that I'm, it's exactly my life. <laughs> it's like, Yanni, this is all I needed. I just needed to get, to get let go of. That's all it took. I didn't even need anything else. I just needed to believe in myself, believe that I can make it work. And hear me out. I'm not saying quit your jobs. I'm not saying at of course i have a very strong support system i have amazing friends i have an amazing parent amazing parents i have i had my own structure set in place i have other streams of income um i like even just being robert Bobby helps i mean i know if i didn't have that privilege i would have maybe struggled in a different way but all these things kind of zimeingiana in a way that they allow me to be able to choose to be unemployed for a while or even forever. I don't know. I don't know. This unemployment thing is feeling kind of nice. I thought I'd be scared by now, but I'm just so confident. I'm so, I'm so happy like with how things are going. And I was talking about one of the biggest changes I made is that I started exercising. So this thing started with, I mean... I'm trying to improve myself wholesomely in all sorts of ways, but one of the ways I wanted to improve myself was I wanted to get hotter. I wanted to look sexier without clothes on. So I knew if I started eating right and working out, it's definitely going to help. I, I joined yoga and I've joined running in the morning. And if you asked me, would you ever exercise five months ago i would have said hell no because i'm not a working out kind of girl i've never worked out i don't run i don't do anything but now you should see me in the morning (laughs) on my morning run with a high that this running has definitely improved my life because i'm not tired anymore i'm consistently high on adrenaline i'm always happy excited ready to start my day when i come back from my run i'm able to eat well i'm able to um sleep better at night i'm able to yani my life has just improved in every single way every way that i can imagine i i don't even know why i was scared three months ago i don't know i mean your fear in a kwanga ju and you're gonna manze do bills but 
currently that's my only issue i don't have issues with anxiety i don't have issues with stress i don't have issues with fear you know what is my boss will see me coming in late what are they going to do are they going to what any kasam shara sinais of fears fear yangu to size ni rent italipwa and i literally have 30 days to think about that it's not siku moja iwezi ishaka ujamaica tatao okay inaweza lakini ukiji apply inaweza kosa kuisha and there's days you i don't there's weeks i don't make any money at all and then there's weeks i make all the money like i make all the money in just one day so it's taught me how to be very confident in myself to just trust the process to trust that everything works out everything gets better and everything is amazing and also i've taken myself back to school <laughs> uh because i've taken up being a relationship and intimacy coach and it requires some level of knowledge about it so i had to go back in school for that which so far so good because i've met amazing clients i am currently really enjoying my sessions which you guys should definitely book me for um uh where we on these sessions we talk about relationships sex you can ask me any sort of questions and we can try it's like a sort of therapy for for sex and relationships where we can just talk about all sorts of things and i can guide you through your emotions and what you're feeling and what you're going through and just basically through my own experiences and my own knowledge and my own education of all this so for me it's been a really really great experience yani hakuna kitu yenye nashi everything i touch just turns into gold whether i'm scared or afraid that's when it's seeming like it's the best time to do it to just jump straight back into it and now i'm thinking of joining dance classes <laughs> because i just have i have all the time i have the time to be present for my family for my friends i'm i have the time to make money i have the time to have a lover mm should i talk about that uh, let me just say i'm i'm talking to someone that i really really like and i'm enjoying it i don't want to jinx anything but i'm thoroughly enjoying all aspects of my life i'm really enjoying my yani this is the best i have ever felt considering that just 3 months ago i was actually living through hell and now i can say everything has turned around and it's the complete opposite it's so crazy so now i'm able to focus on my business my businesses i'm able to focus on love and orgasms i'm able to have more time to do the things that i want and my life is significantly improving only because i'm very intentional about the things i do the things i consume the people i hang around uh what i'm doing everything is just starting to work out i mean i have bad days sometimes someone asked me you're always happy you're always happy <laughs> and it's true i'm always happy but even the happiness i have it takes a lot of intentionality it takes a lot of work you have to want it you have to become it and this is exactly how i'm preparing myself for love i'm preparing myself for love by becoming love and how i'm how i mean this is that love is a state of being like if i want love in my life and i'm not just talking about romantic love i'm talking about love in all the aspects in my life the moment i decided to start investing in myself taking care of myself working on myself being very present 
for myself, I realized that everything else started working out. My money started to show me love. My family shows me love. My friends show me love. Fans of the blog show me love. My clients show me love. Everyone, every room I step into, everyone I talk to, everywhere I go, my home is so full of love. My kitten, his name is Dodi, he's so full of love. My mom is so my mom is so much love. My bank account is love. Yani everything started reflecting the frequency I was on. This kind of advice is so difficult to give to someone who's still a bit scared about pivoting or taking the jump, but that's why I'm here so that I can share my lived experiences with you guys and then you're able to make your own decisions. So please don't be afraid to make changes or to be very intentional about the things that you need for yourself in your life it's so important that you completely fall in love with yourself this makes it easier like mimi who who would have known i would have ever run me i can't even believe i ran i really can't believe it even if you tell suji my brother he, if he he's always laughing when i tell him that i ran maybe it's because i haven't sent him selfies for proof yet but it's such an amazing feeling and it i feel like it makes me sexier when i'm able to be more self-disciplined when i'm able to love myself enough to make decisions that make me a better person that's what makes me hot it's my energy i mean yes it could be my face or it could be my body but then working on everything at the same time working on my soul my heart my mind my body my money my friends my family everything making sure everything is able to balance out it's making me hotter and sexier and it's making me love myself more <laughs> it's making me fall in love with myself even more it's just generally an amazing amazing feeling so you guys can let me know in the comments if you would like for me to speak more about the job i was at and what i went through i think now i'm able to speak about it while being honest uh just share my experiences about you know what i learned on the job how to negotiate your contract how to have confidence within the workplace what to wear how to keep rules how to uh relate with people in the office i think i picked up a lot of such things that i'm able to share now and even how my whole process ya kutoka huko up to where i'm at now it's a, it's been a bit october november december january it's been a bit about 4 months and just sharing my whole journey let me know if you want to hear a bit more about that just learn to love yourself fiercely learn to love yourself and choose yourself and always just be your biggest advocate my name is roberta bobby thank you so much for taking time to listen to me Remember you can check out my website loveandorgasms.com that's where I write and you can check me out every Tuesday on the Daybreak show with Safina QT and CJ Atemo where we talk about social issues, relationships, intimacy, all these things that I talk about on the podcast we take it on TV. It's really really fun. And you can book me for the one-on-one sessions to speak at your bridal uh bachelorette baby showers you can book me for all that you can book me for a one-on-one session also where we can just get to a heart to heart and you can have me my full undivided attention so please reach out to me tell me how you feel tell me what you're thinking i hope so far you're having an amazing year 
happy new year and remember i love you so 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 much bye bye